This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. Hi, Swallowers. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host, Emery Lavelle J on Instagram and Twitter as Ain't I Emery. And I'm joined here today with some Negroes I know. Mm. Oh. Joining me now is Lyrical Mara on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mara. Yes, oh. Yes, oh. Is that it? That's it. Yes, oh. That's the one. Also joining me now is my lady, my lady, my lady. Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wags. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Are we still quarantining? We are still right. quarantining. Mm-hmm. We're still in the house. Well, some of us. <clears throat> I've been seeing right. a lot of motherfuckers out here with no mask on, just outside, just to be outside. Polluting the air. And you know uh, what I say? It ain't real until you die. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Pretty much. It ain't real until you pretty much. Oh. It ain't real until you or someone you love dies, I guess. And then you'd be like, okay, now I'm going to take this seriously. Yeah. Buffoonery. <sighs> Foolishness. Y'all talking about Atlanta. Texas and Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta oh, Georgia. All together, mainly, yeah. Dragging well, it. Well, yeah, Atlanta. Right. It's kind of... <laughs> Georgia's like Illinois. You just say Chicago. No one got time for all that other shit. No one has time for all that shit. But I want to start us off right away. I want to say happy belated birthday to the icon, the legendary pioneer, Janet Jackson. Janet Demita Joe Jackson. Mother. 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 Mother of Lyrical Mar. Yeah. Any special words to give? Oh my God. I I mean, not really. Happy birthday. I mean, you still look young. I mean, you're still trending. You're still inspiring. Um, you know, there's a whole generation that maybe they're not aware, but honestly it doesn't make any difference. You are still pioneering R&B and pop icon, the queen of pop, widely regarded as the queen of pop before until they tried to, you know, come up with a plan to take you out, for, you know. But uh, we know the taste. Happy birthday, still young, never pressed icon. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I do want to piggyback off what you just said. Even if today's stars look to the people that inspired them, those people were probably inspired by Janet Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> if you much. are a young woman inspired by another, the Beyonce's, the Rihanna's, some of your favorites, the Britney Spears, they were inspired by Janet Jackson. So, not no get- goddamn Madonna. Ask Britney Spears. She says all the time, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. 
okay? And the fact that so many of our favorites are inspired by her, her come on. A lot of the faves. Yeah. It's really, it's really no one. that I, I really see no one that say her name. It's the same. It it's true. Same names when you think of like pioneers and inspirations, it's the same names over and over again. It's kind of all goes right back to Janet, Michael, and who else would you say? Mariah. I mean, Madonna's in there too. Mariah, Madonna, Whitney, 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 Mariah, Elton. And then if you go further back than that, those people that we just named might say like James Brown, Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner. You know, it's the same names over and over than Diana Ross, I'm sorry. But um, yes, yeah, the same names, same names over and over and over again. Yep. But anyway. And uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. But I also wanted to ask, <laughs> what are three of your favorite Janet Jackson songs in honor of the mother, pioneer, grandmother of music? You're trying it. Watch it. Watch it. Grandmother. Grandmother of the modern day. Auntie, sweetie. Auntie. You're trying it. Grandmother. (laughs) Diana Ross's grandmother. Exactly. Um, We're talking 40 years. I I don't give a damn what you're talking. It might make you feel old. I don't give a damn what you're talking about. It's auntie to you. It's auntie. <laughs> Fine. You. Janet ain't no motherfucking grandma. Bitch. Some of y'all grandma still bitch. trying to accept, y'all can't even accept the fact that 2000s music is officially old school. It is. It's 20 years old, some of it. <laughs> it's 20 years old. Can 20 we years give our three, um, you know. Our three favorite? Yeah. Our three favorites. Let's start. Okay, y'all go first, child, because y'all, you know. Lindsay, go first. <laughs> Songs or videos? Let's do oh. both if you have to. I have to. I have to okay. as well. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Lindsay. So, favorite videos. My number one favorite video of Janet Jackson of all fucking time is Pleasure Principle. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Nobody told her to go into some, you know, abandoned warehouse with at what we would call at that time a doobie weave <laughs> and hardly no makeup, crop denim, and just d- doing her. Nobody told her to do that. And I will always salute her for that because it was really like a pared down version of her. Like I really... I really feel like with that song in particular, she really wanted the choreography to shine. She wanted to show everybody her skills, you know? My favorite video of all time, Spellbound, every time I see it. Um, Second favorite video has to be, for me, All Right. There was a remix with Heavy D, right? Like the the video had the remix with Heavy D. Nod to um, Cab Calloway. I believe he was in the video at the time. It was such a big fucking deal. It was animated. She's in a zoot suit. It gets no better than that. Third, um, 
video, I'm going to have to probably say just in terms of that choreography, I'm going to say I Get So Lonely. That video literally showcased Tina Langdon's magnificent choreography at the time. And we all know now that Tina Langdon was, um, well, in the latter part of Janet's career, responsible for a lot of her, you know, choreo, imagery, that sort of thing. And that video for the Velvet Rope album, it just really encapsulated the, the whole vibe of the album. It was sexy. It was, it was cool. It was smart. It looked like it was well thought out, well executed. It was just great. So those are my three favorite videos. Three favorite songs. Oh my God. I'm going to have to say um, one of my all-time favorites. I don't think these are in any order because I really can't right. decide which should be it's one, hard. two, or three. So I'm going to say I have to think about how I felt, you know, when these songs came out. Like, it was so interesting seeing Janet like progress from different strokes. I was a little girl then. That should give you an idea of how fucking old I am right now. Different strokes, then to fame. Out like, and then for her to like come out of her brother's shadow and do this album. Um, back in the days when What Have You Done For Me Lately came out, that song, like, everybody was doing the snake here in New York, and to see her do the snake in the video alongside Paula Abdul was, like, a moment. Like, how dare you do a popular dance that's, like, popular on the street? Paula Abdul, props. Um, favorite song has to be, it has to be Nasty. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say someone to call my lover. I don't know why. I'm just I just love that song, <laughs> and I don't know why. I just love that song. And then um, I would say for the last one, nasty someone to call my lover, and then I would say probably um, what you would call it. The way love goes. That's the way love goes. Mm. A weird selection, but nice. I always gravitate to the, those three. Okay, I think those. I think those are great choices. Now, for me, I think my choices might be a little bit controversial, only because. Well, so my you got to think about my placement and discovery of Janet. I was probably when. In the early, in, in the late 80s and early 90s, I, well, first of all, in the 80s, I wasn't born. Right. You weren't even alive. <laughs> right. In the early 90s, I was still a baby. <laughs> so when I think about how I felt about Janet, um, when I really start to become aware of who I was, you're talking late 90s, early 2000s. And that is a very interesting time to really kind of catch on to Janet Jackson. Right? Um, but with that in mind, I did go back and look up, you know, some other stuff, but I think 
I'm gonna start with videos like you did. Um, with videos, first of all, if it's my favorite Janet Jackson video of mm -hmm. all time, I think the choreography is iconic. Tina Langdon. Sexy, it's interesting. It's to me, it's one of the greatest choreographed videos of all time. So that's just my opinion. It was um, so good. Then, that's just my opinion. Um, outside of that, which one was that? If you said if. Oh, if yes. Powerful. Powerful. Another video that's a favorite of mine is um, "Love Will Never Do." Oh, I can't. She was Love, so fucking gorgeous <laughs> in that song. To the point that I was like, I love like, the song and the video. It's beautiful. I we were like, also introduced to a young Demon Hansu. When I saw James Jackson in that video, I said, "This is the baddest bitch of all times." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, she looks stunning, like model level. Like supermodel. That, that fucking um dirty blonde beehive bitch. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> no, I love everything and about like, her. Mm -mm. So my last spot for number three. Well, does this count screen? Does that count? Yeah, that counts. Yeah. Kind of Michael and Janet. They share they shared that song. They did share that song. It was a duet. But what as a child, like that was like a major fucking video for me. Iconic. And I love both of them equally in that video. And that was a mm -hmm. big deal for me because I was a huge Michael Jackson fan first growing up. So I was like, Janet Thompson in this video. Mm -hmm. And she held her own. <clears throat> but I want to mm -hmm. say an honorable mention to all for you because me growing up, that was like a big song for me. She was actually like my first. Aaliyah and Janet Jackson were kind of like the first two women that I was like, oh, these are like divas. These are like women that I love. And Aaliyah. I know. I was, yeah. That's, but yeah. That's it's so cute because I was a grown city woman by exactly. then. Now, as far as songs, I'm just going to start right away with um, That's the Way Love Goes. To me, that mm -hmm. song is timeless. Mm -hmm. um, you can play it at any time. You can vibe to it. It's actually probably a template for modern day R and B, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> get into it. It is, yeah. And yeah. Erica Badu, Erica Badu, listened to that many a night. No yeah. shade. I, I mean, think, you know, it's so did Maxwell. Yes, it's to me, yeah. It's such yeah. the tone they of R&B. And for that to have came out in the early 90s? Don't nobody ever better not Travis Jackson when it comes to R&B. Yeah, that is a classic. Let's make it clear. Another one for me, anytime, anyplace. Um, <laughs> I'm, again, this is, this is when I started getting on to Janet. And then the she last tore that shit up at the end. She ad-libbed that sure one. She sure did. Mm -hmm. I live for everything about it. And then this is hard. The last one I was undecided. It's so many choices. I'm thinking very randomly. Either someday is tonight or 
Mm. I like that one. Um, I don't know. It's either that one or I said all for you, but I'm like, that's not really. I mean, it was a number one. Shit. For, Love so for me growing up, that was, I think about again with the place I was in when that came out mm-hmm. as a kid, like bitch, that was a jam for me. I mean, that was two thousand one, and like that was like pop Janet. Like she was like so moving was like, forward. Two thousand one, like, I was ten. So like as a young gay, think about <laughs> like me seeing <laughs> that. I'm like, yeah. this. What's this? <clears throat> You know, it's right. <laughs> like yes. I was all into it. But I want to make some honorable mentions for me that didn't make the list is Son of a Gun and What's It Going to Be. And then I'm done. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and to piggyback off of what you're saying about the um, all for you time. Bitch, how do you go and turn it after if? And they come with all for you. Okay, that's number one. Right. So let me get to my list. So for videos, I'm gonna have to say Runaway is one of my favorite videos. Mm-hmm. Runaway is a good one. I, I was Jackson. thinking about Runaway. So beautiful. <laughs> I thought about Runaway. <laughs> the cinematography alone. I literally just amazing. listened to it because I was like, is Runaway on my list? Stunning. The song is stunning. The video is stunning. Um, fun fact: that was supposed to be the duet before they decided to do "Scream." Oh, between Michael and Janet. Um, I would have rather them do that. "Scream" is not one of my favorites. Uh, uh, "Scream" needed to be done. I'm glad they did "Scream," but I also <laughs> think you know. But we can go on for days. Okay, so. That one for video. Um, I also really love recent Janet Jackson. The Rock With You video. I, off of that was a good one. Bitch, the choreography you know, in that video. I live for a dance video. I live for a true dance video. Head to toe. That, that one was cute. sickening. Um, that was when she was on Blackout and the girls were paying her dust, by the way. Um, and then I would think for the third video, gosh, I think I'm going to have to go with Love Will Never Do as well. Like that video to me is so fresh, crisp. It was shot in black and white. pure and pure. It was um, beautiful. For, for songs, God. They say they wouldn't one, one that I always think about, okay, so the first one I'm going to say is, we talked about it earlier tonight, Lindsay, um, Funny How Time Flies When You're Having yes. Fun. That song was recorded in 1987, and if that ain't a motherfucking slow jam, yes, slow a jam, slow was jam a slow jam, I don't know what was. Shout out to one video, um, <laughs> what's it called? Um, Escapade? No, no. Yes. You want this. You want this in the desert? You want this? Iconic. <laughs> My late father ahead, loved ahead. that song and video. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, funny how time flies. Um, China Love off of the Ooh! Off of You album. 
is yes. one of my favorite songs by Dana Jackson. Career. And then um, Wow. Um, Every time we do this, I'm like, ooh, another song to and add then, to my Right? <laughs> I'm going to say song and performance, Trust to Try by Janet Jackson. Yes. Lyrics, music, performance, com- composition, everything. Complete package. A plus. Best of the best. Yeah. Often imitated, never duplicated. Yeah. You want to talk, talk about a woman who has a number one on the rock charts as well. Yeah. Talk about my mother, Janet Jackson. You want to talk about a woman who's well-rounded, who doesn't keep releasing the same music over and over again? My mother, <laughs> Janet Jackson. <laughs> and uh, I, think I, I think I answered mine faster than y'all. So happy birthday, mother. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this new album. It's coming. Jan. I'm gagging. They haven't canceled the um the concerts yet. Which is why have they not canceled the concerts? We're not uh, going to be able to go to concerts. I know. Not this year. Gaga ain't canceled hers either, and hers is in July. Right. Well, they need to think of something. I need my I need my five hundred back. <laughs> oh yeah, you okay. bought tickets for both, right? I have both. I have tickets for both. Yeah, you did. I the black you diamond know. ball and the uh, the chromatica ball. Mm. But one thing I want to say be, as we transition out of the Janet thing is the fact that we struggle to determine what is our top three is already a testament of how great you are. So much good music! Oh my god! A so long catalog of. Great music. So much good music. And I want to know, I want to say also, what makes it hard is how diverse you are as an artist. You have pop, rock, I mean, um, ballads, like, it's, it's so many things to choose from with you that it's kind of like, damn, where do I start? And I'm glad you said that one about ballads, because these girls don't do ballads anymore. No. Yeah, ballads was don't. really big in the nineties, but but you know, you know, some people do them. Spirit. This in the nineties, ballads was how you actually made your name. I know. I know. <laughs> you had to. You had to take a ballad all. You the had way to have an over ballad. <laughs> and Whitney and Whitney was watching. Just Whitney giving. was clearing the girls the ballots. She was giving no, actually. <laughs> okay, how much okay, let's keep going. How much time have we spent on Janet? It's time yeah. to Okay, okay. Okay, let's go on to our hot topics. <laughs> Never thought you'd hear me say that. All right, right off the bat, you know I want to start with little bosom. Now everybody <laughs> know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know even know why this is coming back into the mainstream because he actually said this shit already. But for those who don't know, um a lot of um gossip blog articles are talking about Lil Boozy and how he said that he hired escorts to perform oral sex on his nephews and I believe little cousins or some shit like that. 
Or son, son. Nephew, nep- nephews and sons. Son and nephews. Son yeah. and nephew, that's what it was. And I'm like, he said this already a while ago while we were talking about Zaya Wade. I remember. But anyway, the icon. It, it resurfaced, and now people are calling the court of public opinion as calling for his arrest. Well, he made a live recently. That's why it's back. Well, he made a live restating like a those couple same of days ago. Right. Yeah, I saw. I saw it. He said this shit again. So, what do y'all think about this shit? To further prove his toxic masculinity, he said it again, talking about how he's going to hire some um, hookers to suck off his nephews and sons at 12 and 13, I believe was the age he was talking about. He said he had already done it. Well, yes, he he did. Not would. He said he already did. He said he did. He already, he, he ate in it already. And the point, and, and <clears throat> for him to really reinforce it really was ignorance at its best. And then all of the comments from my, um, my fellow, you know, this color people. Our, our people. It was, it, was, it was really sad. But Boosie has always been like earwax to me. He's disgusting. He's disgusting. And I mean, I don't know how he doesn't see. Well, I do know how. It's it's that flaming hot Cheetos stuff. That's why he doesn't see it because he's a dumbass. But I'm really disgusted by the sexual acts. Yeah, that um, that he is basically <laughs> he's 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 helping commit pedophilia in his own family. He doesn't even realize it. And let me tell you something. And I didn't even realize it until recently. These boys, you know, they're actually stricken and they're actually fucked up mm-hmm. when you know a woman takes advantage of them too young. I mean, you wouldn't think so because you think that all boys want is some pussy, but they really are affected by that shit. So at 12 and 13, I don't know. I mean, it, they don't even realize the, the recoil or, I mean, like the effects that it has on them later on in life. They don't. And how it skews their perception of sex and minors and how old you're supposed to be to even get yes. consent. Um, I want to say for me, one thing that already irritated my spirit is how low are you allowed to be when you are ugly and stupid? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to pick a struggle. Let's start there. Um, then... I wanted to, I'm checking him for hiring older women to perform sex on these minors. And I'm also side-eyeing the fucking women that even accepted the money to do this shit. Because you can't tell me those 12 or 13-year-olds did not look that age. And so are you that easily purchased 
then you would do that for a dime? At what cost is your morality, your standards, your morals? I have to ask. All of them need to be put in jail to me. But mainly little bosom. Because, bitch, you are so ignorant. For somebody that's in the legal field, tell me what charge that is. I mean, I know it's... Accessory to to sex trafficking, bitch. Is it sex trafficking? I don't know what it is, child. Endangering a minor? Like, it's so many charges that it could be. I don't know. I'll leave that up for people who has the legal experience. But I'm completely just disgusted. And the people that's supporting us, um, most of them are saying, well, yeah, that's what you do to make a man. Okay, but would you put your teenage daughter in that same position? Would you let a grown-ass man have sex with your teenage daughter to make her a woman? You wouldn't do that. But here you are sitting here letting older women perform sex acts on teenage boys all around the board is wrong and I need you to fucking see that. The double standard speaks for itself, one. And two, the fact that you think that that is okay and the fact that men are like having these dick competitions amongst themselves to prove their manliness. I'm a good father. I did this. I made sure my son was a fucking man. Da 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 da. You are a fucking convict who needs to go back to prison. How about that? And you need to register as a sex, a sex addict, a sex. Uh, what do you call it? A sex offender. What are your thoughts, Lindsay? The level of depravity knows no bounds. Um. I just want to say, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times when um, young men are molested, the first thing that people associate with them being molested by men, it's a conflation. So if, if a young boy is molested by a man, that means there's a 90% chance he may be gay. So it's also almost like a sigh of relief knowing that a boy was molested by a woman. But oftentimes, young men who are molested by women are almost ignored. Like it's not that serious because people think, well, it's it's bad, but it's not that bad because it's the same. At least it's the opposite sex, the way it's supposed to be. Right, right. And there is this weird belief that pe- that young men cannot be fucked up behind being molested by a grown woman. D. Ray, is that that man, the comedian yeah. D. Ray? Yeah, that's his name. name. Light skinned one with the. I remember him being on some radio show or some show talking about his molestation as a child, saying how it fucked him up, Mm -hmm. literally, how he 
every it affected everything in his life the choices he made how he viewed women you know what i mean because who no matter who does it when you're a certain age something like somebody waking up your body sexually before it's time mm -hmm. that does something to you so for him to purposely do this to his children is it's like a crime against humanity mm. and guess what for people like boozy and people siding with boozy you can get him all the head from women you want and get them all the head from women you want in the world it's not a guarantee that one of them won't be gay if you are doing this to ensure that they won't be gay, you, you've already lost. Lots of gay men have had head from women. You know? And, and that's how they decided they didn't I like it. I just cannot comprehend Oops. how someone would willingly force force that kind of trauma onto their child and i don't and then, know what kind also what kind of woman ugh. would also enlist herself in in the name of you know preserving one's manhood and masculinity to defile a minor don't I, ha I i i have no words for this type of i have no words for this kind of depravity and immorality i don't all i can say is that i read that the department of children's services in louisiana are definitely going to be looking into this yep they are i saw that post as well and i'm happy at least some good come came from this. And he's gonna have a rate charge. The boasting of it all. The boasting of it all. These people are so I can't I can't get over it. Like there are so many things worse in the world for a child to be than gay. <laughs> I, I can't. And what fucked up to me is that gay even being on the list of bad Yeah, or being like a bad thing. First of all, being gay isn't even a bad thing. Right. But in their minds, they've made it up. No, it's like all this. That's, like, like the that's the bottom of the barrel. Oh, please. He could be any old thing, but don't, don't let him be and gay. You know, can I also say <laughs> this? Can I also say <coughs> this? These same motherfuckers that be like, that's unnatural and that is unchristian. You are the worst type of bitch in the world spitting those words. You steal, lie, kill, sell drugs, do drugs, sell your pussy, bitch. You don't even go to church. How are you making these type of statements? Shut the fuck up and be consistent. Please, I ask of you. <laughs> and it's interesting that little boots, first of all, 
people are comparing this like to like oh something about having to do with the weights. Let me tell you something. Lil Boosie is the one who who brought in a sexual component when talking about Zaya Wade. Zaya Wade ain't say shit about no. He's she's thirteen. She's okay. thirteen. There was no talk of any sexual behavior or anything. This is how dumb people are. <laughs> she was talking about living her truth. She wasn't saying shit about having sex. And he what's so funny to me that is introduced that. <laughs> when they had uh, when when Zaya was walking runway and turning it out on the patio, I don't understand how they equate that to sex. I mean because how twisted. How twisted. Because because I say, I say it all the time. There is an innate need within heterosexuals. There is, we lead with perversion when it comes to anything other than heterosexuality. So <clears throat> with gay people, the first image, especially with gay men, is gay men fucking. The first thing we think of with trans women, trans... How do they fuck? Leading with Ugh. perversion. Don't even no. realize you're doing it, but it's an innate thing. It always is a sexual thing in nature. You know why? Because no one's thinking of, maybe th these two people want to be together and maybe romantic relationships can exist between men. It's not all about sex. Heterosexuals are heavily fixated on sex, the sexual act itself, and genitals. Bottom line. And some of these motherfuckers don't even realize that trans people can be either gay or straight. Let's not even do that, because these motherfuckers, they are so dumb. They're that dumb. They're dumb. And I need you to accept the fact that if a trans person is gay or straight, you still won't accept them because if they or a trans woman dated a woman, you still will be fucking mad. Let's let's mind be... your straight person business. Please do. It's not for you. Yes. Stay Thank out you of people's bedroom. The world would be a better place if everyone stayed out of everyone's fucking bedroom and just treated each other nicely as humans, as people seeing the humanity in one another stay out of people's bedrooms you mind your heterosexual business focus on your bag but when i'm talking to little buzzy <laughs> <laughs> little buzzy little buzzy <laughs> black buzzy, black buzzy. <laughs> when i'm talking about buckham when i'm talking about him buck back bitch I'm talking about the bags underneath your eyes, bitch. You're so black, you raccoon. Bitch, how dare you be focused on other people's business? You need to be focused on getting sleep. Bitch, Bye, your eyes look very dry and your eyes are red. You're ugly as fuck. <laughs> there are trees more pretty than you, bitch. Damn. Not a tree. Rich, I'm going to use that. <clears throat> Next. Next. 
Huh. Speaking of ugly, <laughs> Kaya is trolling Trina. <laughs> <clears throat> I knew that was coming. Kaya is trolling Trina. You know what? Let me start this by saying this is Trina's fault. Trina could have shut her mouth. <laughs> She could have played it and not said nothing. I agree with that. But Kaya threw a punch and Trina bit the bait. Uh, She responded. She was like, oh, she's she's nothing. She's a bum. She's not even on my level. You don't even have enough hits. (laughs) Da-da-da-da. Why she, insult a bitch with nothing to lose? It's the same rules when fighting. You yeah. don't fight a bitch with nothing to lose. Right. They will bite you on the face. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the same people that will put, pick up a motherfucking brick and might run into you with it while it's on their forehead. Bitch. These people don't care. Kaya don't got nothing to lose but that red couch. <laughs> that same real lover couch. And she so, ran her into the ground. I know that. Kaya red Trina. Red Trina into the ground. Damn. She ran her enough for the rest of her life. Ain't no more pages left in that book, bitch. Kaya went too far. She went too far. That read that she gave had some health reads in it. It had some health. I was about to say that. What? I only listened to like two seconds. I didn't even listen to the whole thing, but she did say something about like um, she all she got is HIV medication or something like that. She just won't stop, will she? She said that about Trina. So, you know, it really just showed me that, wow, I mean, you know, when somebody, you know, when somebody, when you realize somebody's a piece of shit, but then they show you again <laughs> and again and again, and you're mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm gagged as you show me time and time. She's a piece of shit and it's never going to change. So, you know, I agree with you. You're right. Trina tried it. She already knew that Kaya was going to come back and come back strong. It was giving, she said, I would never get off of my. Um, thrown to address a bum. But here's my thing, Trina. You did address a bum. A bum who couldn't pay her bill, her phone bill live on air. So she should have said nothing. So to me, you you asked for this. You asked for this. Yeah. She should have did and, her like Wendy did the Housewives of Atlanta the next day. Everyone swore she was going to talk about re- that reunion. She acted as if it never even happened. That's what you do. She did not discuss that at all. That's and that's not, people don't do. even know how to not give a fuck. Not giving a fuck means just that. Not giving a fuck. Don't intimate at all on any social media, out of your mouth, anything like that, that you care. Because what do we always say, Emmy? Knowing that I care is a privilege. Boom. It really is, though. Knowing that I care is a privilege. 
I need y'all to really, that is a hard pill to swallow. That's that is, in the book of fucking neg- negulations. That is in the book of negulations. Yes, it is. Don't show it these hoes you care. It might be you time call, for a Trina should have gave that speech. Trina should have called her good girlfriend and gave her that speech. And then said nothing. Like dead air. Like who she could have, like, it would have gave, who was she talking to? Mm-hmm. Not me. Because a hit dog gonna always holler. <laughs> Especially when you look like one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true, though. <laughs> she looks like she stinks. <laughs> Period. Marcus, don't be saying that. You better respect me. <laughs> Sweetie, I paid you like my mother did when she put you in a TV on that video after Jermaine Dupri so forced her to have you on that song. Uh, Literally bitch. had her in a monitor. <laughs> She probably didn't even have hair and makeup. And the bitch was and the bitch was blurred out. She probably did not even have hair and makeup for that shit. Don't do her and so excited. That's iconic. Hmm. And she had enough to bring it up when she when she went down her list. She said, um, um, so excited, Janet Jackson. I was like, bitch, you are not accepted. <laughs> Don't act like you're accepted. You are not accepted, what? sweetie. She do not even fuck with you. You you got that by luck, and she regrets it. Trust me, she regrets it. I'm sure she does. Ah, uh, she regrets it. She regrets it. That's why she ain't <laughs> never got nothing to do with it. Mm. Uh huh. It's just the truth. It's true, though. Kaya, scrub your gums. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Trina alone. That lady don't need to be thinking about you. And Trina! That lady. Stop thinking about that bitch. She, leave her alone. Don't address her. Pay don't her. Address ever her. address her again. It's two, peop- it's two people you do not address. Her and Azalea Banks. Yes. Leave them alone. Let them talk Mm -hmm. to a wall like they do on the regular every day. Yeah. You ever seen that video of that bitch fighting some fighting the air in the parking lot? No. It's just a random. Um, I think it's. I'll send it to you. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. She's like fighting the air in the parking lot. (laughs) That is literally them. They fight themselves. Mm -hmm. She's actually. She's actually on the bus. <laughs> where, where, where motherfucking... <laughs> where Kaya where that, Kaya that is. Video, no, I think she was... Was she on the train or the bus? One of them. She was on the train or the bus, bitch, and she was reading. She was arguing with herself. But, but there was no one there. She was reading, Lindsay. Maybe. Like the way, like the way Azalea was reading Lizzo. But Lizzo was like, who... Exactly. Like, that's how you do that. She was like, who? Give them nothing. 
You know what? My girlfriend Lizzo, she does give them nothing. I'll say that, honey. Give them nothing. That's true. Mm-mm. Next. Next case. <laughs> How to get away with murder season finale. Yes. Uh, let's get this over with, because honestly, I'm over it. Honestly, I can't take it. First of all, 2020 is already starting with so many changes in my life that I'm not ready for. I know. What are we going to watch on Thursday nights now? They're saying things like 2020 is already interesting in a sense how to get away with murder ended. Um, What else is ending? There's so many things that are ending, I feel. Well, The Good Place ended. Was it this year? Yeah, The Good Place. The Good Place ended. Game of Thrones is what well, that ended. A, yeah, last year. Last year, but to think that we're entering into a time. Yeah, and there's no it. Game of Thrones. It's there's weird. no Game of Thrones. So all these things like that ended in 2019 or ended in 2020 itself, it's like, this is really about to be a new generation. It um, sure is. Um, even we adapting all these new forms of like social interaction and virtual means mm-hmm. of like conducting business but Hence, being on zoom i know yeah. like doing meetings on zoom just people literally on tv like american idol and the real and um um what you call it abc's version of the real the original um the view the view oh god the view they're like doing shows on zoom Yes, like, from uh, home. Mm-hmm. Like, what time are we living in? <laughs> um, anyway, how did you get away with murder? And how did you guys feel about the finale? I thought that it was a very classy ending. Um, it was definitely sad, but I kind of felt like all of my questions were answered they may have been answered very quickly but they were answered and like I said you know I love Frank but I kind of knew what his fate was going to be but baby when I saw Bonnie I said you know what fuck you Shonda (laughs) fuck you you really Knew what you were doing right there, right there. She said, I'm gonna give y'all one more gut punch before this. And she always giving you a gut punch before the end of the show. But this time she said, you know, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna give you the one for all. And she took Bonnie out and I didn't like that shit. But you know what? For the sake of that show, I'll accept it. I'm, I'm done talking about it. Um, but fantastic. I mean, Shonda just produces the show. She doesn't write it. I think if the writers felt like it was time for the show to end, I guess I can respect it. Um, but I do think it ended on a good note. I love the way it ended. I love the way it ended. Only thing that I'm going to critique, because I think everything was fine-tuned and ended perfectly. And that last thing, this is a, a spoiler if you have not watched it already. Um... In what world uh, are all the students that were in Annalise's class looking like the same age as Eve? That's 
performing the speech. Well, Why they're all also your- supposed to be. Oh yeah, Eve might have been dead. <laughs> I'm like, what are why does Laurel look the same age as Eve? They oh, age yeah. them a little bit too old. I mean, they look too damn old. They should be in their 40s, not their, their 60s. Late 50s, yeah. 60s. Yeah, they should be like in their 40s or 50s. Like, yeah, they were like, trying it. They didn't get that part right. <laughs> they were trying it a little bit. I was like, um, are y'all okay? <laughs> It's either y'all should have made them look younger or y'all should have made Eve and Annalise look like they were in their 70s, 80s. Now, I, no, actually, I'll take that away. Annalise did look like she was on her last cane. But Eve, Yeah, in that last picture, bitch. Annalise looked like she was on her last cane. <laughs> and they played with that. They, they played with that. I'm like, I didn't want to see that shit. Like, bitch, what the fuck? They played. I know. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? I know Viola Davis is giving Sweeney. I don't and I was like, why is she walking on the beach? Like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> but you know what? When she, when they were at her funeral, I said, oh my God, it's really over. Yeah. I mean, really? um, unless, they, unless they bring it back with Wes, because, you know, and then, you know, when Wes came back as the little boy, you know. Christopher Castillo. 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 Christopher Castillo. With the Castillos. <laughs> but no, uh, that was Wes' son. Yes. Looking exactly like his daddy. I thought it was really cute that they brought back the original actor to kind of be the kid. That was because that's really how shit be though. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. people are spending energy. I'm I'm also glad they like Tegan like wasn't a traitor. Like I'm Uh, oh my god. I did not want her to be involved in any of the fuckery. I was so happy she was not a traitor. And also, I'm kind of glad that um, a traitor, a snitch, any of that. She wasn't any of that. Let me talk about things that irritated me. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> Bonnie, What's his name? I was going to beat her ass a couple times. No, one time when she revealed the tea. I'm not going to say what it was for those who have not watched. Uh, when she revealed the tea to Frank. I'm like, yeah. you dumb bitch. <laughs> I was mad at her. I was legit. I had to you know, like, she unleashed an animal. I was so mad at her. Um, who else was I mad at? Um, I think that Michaela got exactly, she was alone at the end of mm-hmm. that. She got exactly what she deserved because that is the life and path that you chose. Um, Oliver irritated me to no end. I can't. And cannot deal with that man. And when I saw his stupid face at the funeral, I, was, I sucked my teeth. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, stupid he was face. Like, Lock her up. <laughs> Lock her up. Exactly. I was oh, like, ugh. And his also, stupid face. Did they really have to? Oh my God, this is a spoiler as well. Close your ears if you have not watched. Did they really have to take Bonnie and Frank? 
I know. I screamed like I was in that audience. Like I was there at the press. I was like, no! I'm never Like, screamed. Now, Frank, I was like, Frank, he was... He, he was asking for it. But when yeah, I was. saw Bonnie, I said, I lost he it. Is lying. He was lying. But I actually got emotional on two parts of that finale. That speech to the jury was so wonderful. It was riveting. It was so wonderful. So riveting, so powerful. Mm-hmm. I was like, Annalise. Give her all the Emmys. Give her all of her things. Like, give her her things. (laughs) I was so emotional doing that motherfucking final closing, closing remarks to the jury. Oh, it was authentic. It wasn't just about, I mean, I feel like, I mean, it was about Annalise, but I feel like Viola Davis inputted her own story into into Annalise Keating in a way that the people that write the show couldn't have done on their own, right? It's like, no, I'm gonna do this. No, I'm gonna wear my hair. No, I'm gonna do right. like it was things that she said. No, I felt like Viola Davis had a voice in how this was going to finalize, and right. I'm so happy with it. But yeah, between that and Bonnie and Frank dying, the the compelling thing about, well, the emotional thing about um, Bonnie and Frank dying is those were Annalise's children. Mm-hmm. It's sad. I don't think we ever took a second to think of them as her children because we were so focused on kind of viewing the students as her children, the ones that all turned on her, right? But Bonnie. And Frank were her children. Yes, they were. She basically taught them a lot of what they know about the legal field. And life. And life. And now that she she was technically, Frank was her son-in-law. Right. Crazy. You can't make this shit up. Mm. No, Frank was her stepson. Yeah, her stepson. Is that oh, is that how you do it? Stepson? Yeah, stepson. Yeah. Her stepson. <clears throat> same thing, yeah. You're back. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> stepson. Not the same thing. But yeah, stepson. that that. Anyway. Kudos on a grand finale. Um, that is exactly how you end a series. Yeah, it was good. Oh, okay. I enjoyed it. Some people were complaining. They were disappointed. Eh. But as, I mean, far, as, as finales go, I think it tied up everything. Everyone who committed a murder died. You don't get away with murder. Except for, except for Black Bald Nate. Yes, except for Nate. Except for Nate. That's it. But everybody else got that. that. You don't get away with murder. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's talk about Nellie and Ludacris. They just had a versus battle once. Yeah. Saturday. You got bows on them. 
Oh. Did y'all tune in? Uh, for a little bit, yes. I did too. Baby. They were having fun. I Nelly was, was dancing. Nelly was dancing. Nelly still fine. Mm-hmm. Nelly still needs some head, actually, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me yeah. talk about. I almost said Miss Nelly. I'm gonna respect this gender. Goodbye, Mr. <laughs> Nelly. Let me, let me talk about Mr. Nelly. Not Mr. Nelly. Bye. Have you learned nothing from Telly Riley's mistakes? At this point in the game, y'all should know how this goes. Nelly entered that motherfucking live with so many mistakes with his audio. Mind you. Yeah, the audio was terrible in the beginning. It, oh, no, it carried for a long time. <gasps> it was so bad that even people like Raven Simone was commenting like, let's just reschedule this for another day. Oh! Because it was so, it was like, let's not do this. We cannot let this go bad. So, mind you, I tuned into Ludacris first, and he didn't even have that many viewers at first. All the viewers were on Nelly's live. I went to Nelly's live. He had like hundreds of thousands of views at first. Mm-hmm. Then they started leaving his live because his audio was fucking terrible on his mm-hmm. individual live. Yes. So then I ended up switching to Ludacris live and eventually he surpassed Nelly's because they was like, child, fuck this shit. So Nelly ended up joining in on Ludacris Live. Ludacris Live, yeah. He joined in with the Wi-Fi from hell. He joined in with Boost <laughs> Mobile Technology stuck in the bottom of somebody's shoe <clears throat> underneath somebody's titty. Oh my God, it was too bad. When I came in there, I could hear. It sounded a little low, but it wasn't bad. Ludacris oh no, sounded he was going great. in and out. He was blurry. He too damn fine to be that blurry. And then... I was just like, we can't see you. We can't hear you. You're going in oh, and out. No. This is not work. I literally was like, at one point, I was like, I'm done. And a lot <laughs> of us was like, we're done. But eventually, he ended up picking back up. I came back in. Bitch, when I tell you he came back, this motherfucking <laughs> service was HD. And it was <laughs> I was like, oh, we can see it. you. We can see you. Yeah, but um, they were playing some of your favorite classics by Luda and Nelly. Yeah. And I was like, if you were 2000, bitch, and that was your time, that was your era, that was you my got party your life time. off this live. Mm-hmm. That was my party time. <laughs> I was dancing. I was dancing. I was like, oh my God. I was booked and busy, so I didn't see oh. it. I mean, watch it after if you if you feel. Oh, I, I, that's fine. Yeah, it'll probably still be up there. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, well. Okay. But I do live for both of them, especially Ludacris. Yeah, Ludacris has more hits. Tell me that you like it raw. Tell me that my dick is mwah. I might make you famous and buy you watches by Maurice Lacroix. <laughs> I want my ass laughed. <laughs> right there. Front back.
This is why Katrina did not need to say anything to I know, Kaya. I know. She's legend. She's legend. And Kaya's not. So. <clears throat> and that's okay. But it's given, don't be reading me. Because I did what I had to do. Period. Period. Okay. All right. Well, the last closing thing I'm going to talk about before we move forward. Um, have y'all been seeing this trending couple on Twitter? They go by the name of Mike and Corey. And they were, like, dating. And then there was a video <laughs> of them, like, talking about monogamy and open relationships. And Corey was talking about, oh, yeah. I like to have options and sleeping with multiple people. I can never see myself really being monogamous. Then Mike cried, and then there's another video, and then Corey Corey's putting out Mike. I mean, Mike is putting out Corey, and he holding the box, and they breaking up. I said, if this ain't the most rehearsed Tyler Perry production shit, <laughs> I've ever, this nigger bitch shit right here. Mm-mm. I have no interest. So I never really watched any of their videos completely. So I was really irritated that their videos were circulating anyway. But they have garnered so much attention that it caused us to have a conversation about it. Have you guys seen the videos and what do you think? No, I'm going to look at them actually if they're still up. Where are they on Instagram? (laughs) We'll get them to you. Yeah, get them to me. I want to see because it sounds like a bunch of stupidity. I I watched it. I watched it. I watched a great portion of their videos. And what was... I don't know. The It it did seem a little rehearsed. um, But honestly, the, the lover of the one who is the social media person. Um, what are their names again? Mike and Corey. Mike. Corey must be Corey must be the lover, I guess. I don't know. It was given child. <clears throat> this is all for social media. I believe that he's still in the house. He didn't move out. Wasn't shit in that cardboard box. <laughs> and then when he came out the back, he was like, oh, okay. really? He was like, hey. And he was already crying. I'm like, you know what? Like, hey. I said, this shit is so ghetto. It was really painful to watch. I, that's something like, how are y'all watching this shit? And you know what bothers me? When y'all read a video, because mind you, people were reading like, this is this, this, and that. Stop watching it. Stop giving them attention and retweeting. And If they don't get the attention, then they won't have all these viewerships. And, and I mean, this, I mean, all these views and like when they get these views, it makes them think that like, oh, yeah, we're popular. We got this amount of attention and they get paid for those views. Stop it. I need, I need for, seriously, I do. I need to, to, for gay men to stop thinking that monogamy is this like barometer of what a relationship looks like, or it's it's some litmus test for being normal. They need to let it go. Let it <laughs> fucking go. Wow. 
this <clears throat> obsession with being monogamous, motherfucking straight people don't, we don't have it right. We have not mastered that either. So acting like monogamy is some sort of pie in the sky it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And people get very judgy around the subject of monogamy, which I find bizarre. Because <laughs> that says you are clinging to some sort of heteronormative stand. Honey, no. Well, Everybody's well. relationship is unique. Everybody sets boundaries and parameters in their own relationship. For me, I want to. That's say, it. That is it. And for me, I just want to say that I mean, monogamy is it can work for you or not for you, and it's not also specific to anybody's sexuality. It's just what Lindsay is basically saying: like, just stop limiting yourself to what you see and what exact part or what you pretend to see, because half of these people did not see healthy monogamous relationships exactly and but that's the thing monogamy there are straight folks that are not practicing monogamy there are straight folks that don't even date okay um but my point is that <laughs> i saw the conversation come about as monogamy did why do you feel that your options are affected because an alternative rises. Some people are open up to the idea of open relationships and polyamory, and you feel that that affects your options. If you only want to be monogamous in a relationship, and do that. Do that. And if that's really what you want, do that. But I do pose the valid question. Do you really want monogamy? Because some of you motherfuckers, based on the way you behave and act, I don't believe that's the case. That's I didn't heard so many people talk about, read people about, oh, he's disgusting, he's a, but would you go to the club and get another, a third with your partner? Oh, let's go get I've heard this on both the gay and straight side. Having threesomes is still a version of non-monogamy. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. It that would mean you're opening up your relationship, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no. It shouldn't be no stigma. Or child. <laughs> should not be, be any stigma. Whole, that's gonna have to be a whole nother grow episode. up. But I want to end that part saying this: some of y'all are under the impression that entering non-monogamous territories is easier it's actually not and it requires more honesty communication than ever before so stop simplifying that and stop thinking it also is a solution to your poor behavior because it's not you still have to be open and honest this is not an escape for you to say i'm just gonna sleep with other motherfuckers and that's like if y'all didn't agree to that then that ain't exactly it. please understand that when you enter open relationships or a polyamorous one both people have to be on board and okay with it at all times and it can change too along the way so anyway, that's all I have to say about that. 
And, and you would want to ask about that in the beginning. How about that? That's another thing people were critiquing. They were like, y'all didn't have this conversation in the beginning when we talk about the Korean Korean thing, Mike. I mean, I will say they have been dating for some time, so this situation between them is a little bit interesting because it's like, wow, you're you're actually, and this guy makes videos all the time, and I watch his videos, and I'm like, are you telling me you're not that smart? Well, here's yeah. I critique. Uh, I do pe- want people to understand that some relationships change you can start off monogamous and then yeah but these two people he was dumbfounded though that's what i'm talking about he was dumbfounded and he was dumbfounded that that his man was like that yeah well that's realistic that what he was what his man was explaining that he didn't want to be one person like that that's what i'm talking about honey he was gagging his man was like that no, that's so what I'm saying. A that, you, way, that is realistic. Like, when you're dating, how are you going to be with this man for like that and not know that he's like that? You need to get an indication. Again, things evolve, and so you obviously be like, things wait. evolved with him, <laughs> but <laughs> only with one party. What if at the beginning of their relationship he was fully on board with being monogamous, and then eventually? He's like, well, because mind you, Corey is a porn star. He does porn, whatever the case is. I think he did. Or did. He did or does, yeah. whichever the one is. And so what if you're dating somebody seriously and then later in the relationship, they're like, actually, I like having variety. That is... And, if they present that topic to you, you knew that when you came. Okay, even if he did and did not state it, I can say that that person is manipulative. But even then, if the relationship evolved into that, if your partner is honestly telling you that's how they feel and that's what they want, you have a choice to say, I'm with it or you're not. Right. That? Simple as that's that. That's it. That's it. But for their situation, he feels unsmart to me in his judgment. And that's how I view it. It's giving girl, you don't know a lot about a person when you first meet them, but there are a few things you're supposed to pick up on, dumbass. But are you tired of talking judge, about this. Are you going to judge Mike for being unsmart or... Corey for being manipulative. Uh, I, I just I judged them both. I said you knew when you got into it. Number one, asshole, and number two, you knew you had an indication and you didn't ask questions, dumbass. Both of them, in my opinion, if it's true, if their little story is true, one's an asshole, one's a dumbass. Mm. Oh. You're too old for that shit, sweetie. He is too old for that shit. You're too old for that. You need to ask questions, poo-poo. What do you think about open relationships? That's that's not gonna that's not gonna You'll find out right there. 
what you're I doing. I do want to say that that's not a conversation most people think they need to have. Well, it's 2020. I mean, if you're dating somebody, I, I don't think it's an awkward question. I'm not saying do you want to have an open relationship, but at least getting their thoughts on it, I think would kind of, you know. No, yeah, you. I, I do think people get caught up in the puppy, <clears throat> puppy dog love stage and they just focus on how they feel. But then you have to start thinking about long-term questions like, do you believe in marriage? Do you believe in living together as a couple? Do you see that um, marriage question? I, I'm not even going there. I'm no, just talking that about is a question because you will getting along. If you believe in marriage and you've been dating somebody seriously and they said, No, I never want to marry, I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. That is a vital question to act early in. Oh, wow. Not if you want to marry, but do you believe in marriage? I'm not saying in act it on the first date. But that is an important question. Do you um, do you believe? Do you want to have kids one day? These are important questions. These are important questions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're thinking about long-term <laughs> living with someone. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. In my book, you shouldn't be asking nobody, "Do they believe in marriage?" Until you know you might want to marry that motherfucker. Why that the fuck do I? Why the fuck? Why the fuck do I need to know? If you, you know, well, why would marriage, you want to waste your I'm, time with somebody who don't believe in it when you believe in it? That's well, something the, that's a constant for thing. you in the beginning. In my, in my, in my um, experience, motherfuckers change their mind like the wind. First, you're into marriage. Now you you scorn, so you're not. It's giving. Let me tell y'all something. Be more smart when you're dealing with people. That's all I have to say. Ask questions. I think a part of being more smart is asking them if they are open to marriage or if they, <laughs> like, asking them early in. That's basically what you critique. If they open to marriage, do they want children? You critique These are them things asking about open relationship, marriage, and living Everybody, together. Everybody doesn't it. get those questions. Sorry. I don't care to know if everybody that I'm dating if they want to get married or not. They're not that important yet. Well, it depends on what you're dating to do. Like, are you dating just to be dating or are you dating for it to, for, to lead to if something I'm dating long-term? You and I'm, if I'm dating you and I'm liking you a little bit more, then maybe I will go down that road. But other than that, bitch, I don't give a shit no. about you, you know? It's given not this is not a day one question. A date some people, question. Some people don't even know they want to get married until they're with a certain person. So, you know, asking people that, that shit, asking people, huh? I was that person. That yeah, so know. asking somebody that but doesn't mean that they're telling the truth when they answer it. I will say yeah. that I was also, I was in between. So I went from being in between to I do. So I I'm, never but, knew that you wanted to get married or had any want about marrying until you told me you were engaged. But and I, was, then I, was, I like, was in between about it. And, and I was like, I was like, I didn't know I wanted to act in like <laughs> one day. I guess I do. But I, I think I still stand by my my stance or idea like it's not a requirement for me. It's just not tell it's not a testament of like how serious my relationship is or how really? how much we feel for each other. Like if my partner told me like I don't need to be married. I don't want to be married. I want us to have our own finances. I want this. I want that. I want this. If I was okay with that in that relationship, I would say I'm okay with that. 
And that's fine. But I mean, if I was not okay with that, I would say, no motherfucker, we need to be married. But not knowing you, but not knowing that your man it it would rather be in an open relationship is irresponsible. I don't give a fuck. I don't think that's fair to say and then also he's 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 not a young girl. Here's my critique. And And you found out he was a and you found out that he was a porn star and you were gagging at that on camera too. So you mean to tell me after that you didn't ask more questions? Do you even know this man? Do you even know this person? That's a valid question. But I wanted to say to Marcus is that Okay, a valid thing to say is just as you said that marriage is not an immediate conversation and living together and having kids is not an immediate conversation, don't you think that possibly thinking about having an open relationship one day might not be an immediate conversation too? I mean, kids and marriage is forever. Open relationships is not. But is that a So to me, it doesn't compare. It doesn't compare to me. Is that a day uh, one open, question? Open relationships to me is a day one or two question for me these days. And marriage is not. Fuck no. Not with these selfish bastards. Okay. I'm sorry. That's just the way I am. It's given, an open relationship is kind of a regular question to me these days. Don't you agree with that? It's not about what I think. Well, it's, it's to me, about- it's regular. It's giving, what do you think about open relationships? That's not like a serious question. It's giving, it's just a question. And then once you know, you're like, okay, well, now I know that you, now I know that if I get involved with you, you may ask me or you may, like to me, it's common sense. You know, the people make this too difficult. It's giving, what do you think about open relationships? Oh, yeah, I'm kind of open to it. That means if I get with this nigga, he may say, can we bring somebody in? And the knowing is, you know, it's all the better. Sorry. That's how I'm I am. Just, I, ask, I ask questions I want to know. Okay. I, my, personally, for myself, I don't see how that's that much different than the other questions. But again, I guess each person is different. And I think we have to, and each person has to create own, their own list of what's important for them to ask on the first date because it can be a deal breaker for them. Yeah, but some people don't get far because they ask dumb questions on the first date. They ask they ask too much. So they ask a dumb question to you. They ask they ask questions that don't need to be asked on the first date. You don't need to be asking about how somebody feels about marriage on the first date. You need to be getting to know if you have chemistry with Okay, well, guess not what? Not the first date, but not the first date. But in the no. first few dates, they should be asking, like, what are your thoughts on marriage? Okay, well, motherfuckers going around looking for marriage will probably never be married. Again, to, if that to, is important to them. Well, guess what? You're doing it wrong if it's important to you. It's Next. not wrong. You just said well, that if it's important to you to know if somebody wants to be in an open relationship. Okay, not, yeah. If you want to be married then yeah, ask them. But if that's my not thing is... for you, then okay, ask it. But if it's not that serious to you, then yeah, leave it. Some people don't, I mean, some people don't know they want to marry you right away when they first meet you. And, and then you're so saying, oh, that's well... That's my point. That's not a deal-breaking question for you, so you would not ask that. Mm-hmm. For some people, it is. For some people, it is. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. 
it's, 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 for some people, there's no point in dating if you don't plan to marry. Literally. Okay. Good I'm luck. I'm not that person. I'm not that person, but I'm just trying to shine a light on those people that are, and there are probably people that's listening saying, I'm that bitch. I know people. Every, 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 every long, every person that's in a long marriage or a long relationship, they'll always tell you friendship and partnership matters more. You know, you meeting up with somebody, asking somebody all these motherfucking questions. First of all, do I get along with you? Do I like you? Can I be with you in a room for 20 minutes and actually, you know, and then, you know, then I start thinking about those things. I, you know, to me, that's a more logical way of making decisions about with your emotions. It's giving girl, I mean, that's, okay. I think I'm more like you in that respect. Like, I'm more so about what's our connection, like chemistry, friendship, what, you know, how- Go off you, of that. Don't ask for someone. For me, for I. Do you, for me, if somebody for meets I. you, if somebody meets you and they're like, oh, do you believe in marriage? It's like, girl. Can we get along first? I but, don't you know, <laughs> for myself, I wouldn't be turned off by that question. I will answer it honestly. Because for me, dating is a two-way street. They are allowed to ask the questions that are important to them, as same as I can ask the ones that are important to me. And so we're both kind of, we're both interviewing each other. <laughs> we're both interviewing each other to oh, determine like about- how do you feel about marriage? I'd be like, you know, for me, it can happen, it cannot happen. And someone might say, it cannot happen. Oh no, check. Like, they have every right. Well, he's a dummy for not asking more questions. If that was important to him in the very beginning. Well, he was gagging on camera, like, you know, like he ain't know. Well, if he was doing all that, it was important to him. He probably didn't realize. Yeah, and and like I said before, I don't think people even have realized, like, this is a question that they need to be asking. You sitting up there 47 and don't know, please. (laughs) Next. Looking like a sponge with no water. Anyway. um, (laughs) And to... Is anybody getting here today? No, they are no. not. No. No one's getting here during the quarantine. Okay? Ain't that a blip? The CDC said we're not giving head and we're going to respect their wishes. <laughs> Look at Lizzie. <laughs> yes, Lizzie, you are on this gay ass show. Actually, I like Lizzie getting head. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Again? <laughs> no. Lindsay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, we're gonna go into the topic of the day. Is the T O D the topic of the day? Oh, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, this is a topic that I think is definitely valid given the time that we're living in. Now, I don't think any of us could have predicted that the time would have came to the fans of only <laughs> only fans. <laughs> yeah. the, so, fans of only. the fans of only. Beyonce, 
made a mention of OnlyFans. He sure did. And the Savage Remix. And the Savage Remix. And then there's also a documentary coming out uh, produced by Black China. Work. And then I think simply scrolling on our Twitters, we could see how popular OnlyFans accounts are becoming. What the hell is going on in the world? <laughs> so, my, go ahead. What is he giving? <laughs> so that bullshit. <laughs> That's exactly what it's given. So in in the mix of all of this, I think quite a few people already had OnlyFans, especially sex workers. But now things are really changing. We're starting to see people like celebrities jumping on the OnlyFans wave. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about celebrities jumping on these OnlyFans? <laughs> well. You mean like Safari? Like Safari, he had his whole dick out on Safari, um, only fans, and I've seen it, and it's just it's, it's as nice. Big. It's just it's as nice. big as I thought it was. Yeah, it's nice and it's pretty. It's it's a nice chocolate one. You know what I mean? It got a stern curve, but I'm I'm for it. He's oh, also so got. He is giving the full front. He is giving the girls the full frontal. This whole dick is out on only fans, girl. And it's one of those that are a half, like he's got a little bit of skin over the head. It's interesting, oh. and it's all and it's it's it got veins. I tell you that charisma. It's like a yeah, it's like a true Snickers bar. Yeah, yeah. He has character. But um, um, you know, I mean, if you're a celebrity and you do an OnlyFans, then. You're not a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> That's the conclusion. If you are a celebrity, well, you get all the fans. You're not a celebrity. Part anymore. of celebrator is being mysterious, being hard to access, being unapproachable, hard to get to. There's like it's like a being part of a royal family. Like I, yeah. it's hard to get to you. When you are on OnlyFans, I hate to say it, you're not a celebrity. You are. You're the opposite of what you just said. You're popular, but you're not a celebrity. In my yeah. opinion, this is my opinion. What do y'all think? Well, is Safari a celebrity? No. He's popular from the show Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, and like I don't consider any of those friend, people the celebrities. Of Nicki Minaj. They're like regular people who tell stories on like they're not celebrities to me. But you know, that's only me. Um it's I find it interesting that they're entering this arena. I really do. But you know, Bill's gotta get paid. Um, he got a bitch at home that need labels and things and, you know. Wow. Why not use his moneymaker? I think that's what's interesting about all of this. I think some people had a certain perspective or opinion about OnlyFans and then there was this rise in unemployment 
and there's been a surge on top of Beyonce making her grand statement. But unemployment and Beyonce making these statements now, people are wanting to get an OnlyFans account. Absolutely, but Beyonce, her saying it kind of glamorizes it, but it's really not fun. It's sex work. Yeah, basically. Well, and I guess in a way it's For a lot of them, it is sex work. It is sex work. And I'm me for who I am. I do support sex work, but I need you to understand that it is sex work. Mm-hmm. Like there are some very popular, famous people that speak about sex work, like Janet Mott, and mm-hmm. she spoke about it in full support. But she also talks about how she had to get out of it. The pitfalls, yeah. Um, I think there are are definitely some, in the long term, there are some detrimental things that can happen here in the psych when you participate in sex work for a long period of time. Absolutely. I think it just, like, it does something to you. It does something to you at your core. I think the first Um, thing it does is remove the romantic and intimacy of sex altogether. Absolutely. Um, and then you start to look at sex as simply for men. My ejaculation, my nut, is a dollar. You know, like it's a cost mm-hmm. of that. And also, my big dick and great sex can save me from anything. I mean, that's not necessarily true. Um, and it's same effect with women. Like, you know, I can spread my leg, my legs to get anything that I want. Absolutely, but these people have no concept of what a relationship would even constitute, or you know, what even a healthy relationship would look like. Everything would be, everything seems transaction like based on a transaction. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what and I that mean is by, not a relationship. It's not. And that's why I want to be clear. I support sex work, but be clear of the ramifications of participating and doing it. Like, I'm not trying to paint it out to be this pretty picture. Things come along with it. I even saw um, a porn star on my Twitter timeline. He was complaining about how everybody he dates brings up the fact that he was a porn star. And he was like, I don't even do porn anymore. But I'm like, when you were entering the porn field, did you not realize that those videos are lifelong things that will always be, always be? Like, you don't get to dip your toe in and then slip out unscathed or unnoticed or it doesn't fall into some abyss. And I want to be clear. Those images are... Consistently circulating. Yeah. When I I speak of entertainment as a whole, when you are an actor, a musician, a singer, whatever, how often do you hear the term ex-singer or former dancer? Or like, you don't really hear those terms. Mm -hmm. Your work is kind of like, when you think of your entertainment resume, you check off things that you did and those are things that your talent is for life. 
I am a dancer. I am a singer. I am a porn star. It's kind of like, I, I mean, I hate to say it like that, but that's just kind of how weirdly the entertainment industry operates. Even if you're not mm-hmm. a producer today, you produce. So you are a producer. Right. You're, like you're still going to be that. Like you. Late, when you when you pass away and leave this earth, they're going to say, he was a producer. He was a singer. He was. A, that's just how the entertainment industry operates. I know it's weird, but that is how it works. But I say that all to say, though I'm in full support, I think you have to be fully aware of what you're signing up for when you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if you are still participating in sex work, I need you to understand that you cannot be monogamous. It is literally, by definition, a direct conflict. Or Absolutely. If you are participating in sex work or doing it, you can't be monogamous. By definition I, I, of what monogamy means. Yeah, it, it's, no. And that's okay if your partner is okay with it. And also, you are okay with what comes with that territory. But I'm just telling you what is. I would like to say that for the celebrities entering this OnlyFans world, like, there is no um, acknowledgement of the people who have done OnlyFans, you know, like a lot of trans women, because they have to. A lot of people are surviving off OnlyFans accounts. As a matter of fact, it's interesting because my boyfriend, he had never even heard of OnlyFans. He was like, what is that? What do they do on it? I said, oh, a lot of people do porn on it. A lot of, it's a lot of sex work going on on OnlyFans. Yeah. He had no idea. It's a whole thing. It's a whole nother world. Like, there are people doing that just to survive. Oh, yeah. And, pay bills. And speaking of this survive day to day. And I think there's like a blatant like disregard of that segment of this OnlyFans population because if celebrities keep encroaching, you know, on yet another territory where I think celebrities can also monopolize the territory. Right. Where they're more marginalized people in a sense using it to survive that may cause an issue in terms of economics i guess that's kind of how business works mm-hmm. like when one person but let's be honest people enter, enters the territory in the business and it becomes kind of like oversaturated and the then, celebrities that they that you know these celebrities don't even really be showing shit. Let's be honest. My whole thing about like, it is like, but you just said Safari showed his own dick. His he own did dick. show his dick. He did show his dick, but he ain't fuck no um fake latex pussy. You know oh, he didn't man. jerk it off and come. No, yeah, he so, did not. But are some, I know. guess, the celebrities are being more flirtatious than they are showing nudity and having sex. But my I'll thing, never pay for that. My thing is that the perception of. <laughs> The perception has changed altogether. Like, oh, now that celebrities enter the um, the game, it's okay. And that's the part I'm like... Yeah, there's been some sort of glamorization of it. Yeah. That part don't sit well with me. 
But one thing I want to bring up, spinning off with, I'm picking back off what you said. Um, some people are living their lives off of OnlyFans. So in the documentary that um, Black China is doing, one of the people on the documentary is Flashman Wade. And Flashman Wade said that he was making six figures a year off of doing OnlyFans at one point. And then he said, now I'm making six figures a month doing my OnlyFans. What the fuck? And somebody said his surroundings don't show that. Because every time Flashman Wade goes live, it's giving some bed mattress on the floor, some, some janky shit. You know, giving, what the fuck are you buying? Well, he probably wouldn't tell you hoes where he's living. So it's that's why I brought up the topic of this, actually. What are your thoughts about straight men getting on these OnlyFans and catering to gay audiences? I think it's just fine. <laughs> you know why? Because gay men, and let me tell you something, I may or may not be one of them. <laughs> but, I, but I say what I want under, you know, a dude's photo. Whether he's straight or gay, I say what the fuck I want to say. Under the fans of all. So, no, on Twitter or Instagram, like, mm-hmm. you know, I say what I want. Sometimes I even say what I want in their stories. So, if you sit there and you know that a whole bunch of um, gay men like you and there's something about you that they like, why wouldn't you make money off of it? If you don't live for the community or you're some type of hotep homophobe, that's different. But if you are what? I guess some people see it as what? Using the community or something? Or I mean, my thing is we go to them. We go to them. They wouldn't know that they have this edge or that they could do it unless we tell them. And that's how they get into it in the first place. And so I don't have an issue with it. Make your coin, honey. Especially if you're showing your butt and stuff. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I don't have a problem with it. I I, I personally also don't have a problem with it. I think that um, these gay people are paying for what they want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says a lot about their interest level, about how they are obsessed with things they cannot have. Um, I, I, speak, I speak for myself. Like, there was one point where I was obsessed with D.O. men. I see that in a lot of men. Like, they're obsessed with D.O. culture, straight men. These people that they might not ever have, or they're obsessed with the fact that only I have it. Right? And so it's no different with Flashman Wade. They love the fact that, like, oh my God, I get, or any other straight man with OnlyFans, oh my God, I get to look into the life of a straight man as if he was gay, but he's not. I get to see him naked and see his booty and dip as (laughs) if I am a part of his life. And so, 
I don't think that it's in Flash Man's. He couldn't have predicted who his audience would be when he started the OnlyFans. I think definitely along the way, he was like, oh, I have a large gay fan base. I'm about to definitely center my booty hole and my ass because I know that they like that and it's obviously selling. Um, and it's almost a no-brainer, but it doesn't mean that I still think it's exploitative. I do. Um, I didn't. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I still think there's something to be said. There's a lot of homoeroticism going on. I think he and a few of the others that do it get off on gay men fantasizing about them and i think that says something more so about them than it does um their gay audience yeah it does um it's thrilling for both parties right you know what i mean because i know but you know, women, men had. I'm sure it's like men. I don't know if they. Well, I can't say. I don't know. Women are not visually stimulated in the same way that men are. We just aren't. We're not wired that way. Not to say that women wouldn't spend their coin to see a man naked or, um, you know swinging his dick around <laughs> you know but right because some do there's some women i i'm sure that would like that and i'm almost positive there's probably uh quite a you know he probably has a modest size with female audience you know he's a nice looking oh dude. no i know for sure he does because i've been through his comments me myself i'm not paying to see you swing your dick around that does nothing for me sexually nothing this is in a small and so that's oh, what's God. interesting about for me with Flashman Wave for those who don't know like his package isn't oppressive at all he has the a gorgeous ass but that booty it's perfect I can look at that booty all day. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, for me, he's still a catch because I will be- <laughs> okay. He's still a catch. That ass will make you change your mind. <laughs> that's good. That's It'll be like, you said, what? It's perfect. No, yeah, that booty look good. Now, I would like it if even more if it was bare with no hair. But really, I would. See, I like you hair. Don't like a you don't like a moderate hair. I do like a moderate hair sometimes, but I like bare ass with no hair even more than I like with that. I like both though but it's something about a clear complexion ass with no hair and a pretty hole that just gets me up a little bit more 
And so, uh, if his ass, if his, if his ass didn't have any hair on it, then I know for sure that there's a black pipe going in it. <laughs> but honestly, I think that little bit of hair doesn't shave. I that think little like, bit of hair, oh, I can't shave because I gotta maintain my straightness. I mean, there's something to it. So yeah, it's like do do you Let's sell your brand? That hair, you know, it keeps a little bit of funk in there. And listen, <laughs> little bit of little. <laughs> I, I like a mask. I call it masculine musk. Yeah, I like a little musk. masculine musk in the booty. You know. You know. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. So if he had a, so if he had no hair, I'd be like, "Girl, you mean to tell me that you be at the gym all the time with no hair? So if you shave it off, that's fine. But you know, sometimes it needs to. You know, sometimes I like it there. Hair is like a. Mm, mm. Bottom line, gay niggas are paying to see that. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And he is making six figures a fucking month. He making so much money that I hit him up on Twitter like, is y'all niggas hiring? <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> Flashman Wade, he's gonna have to get a he's gonna have to get a bed in his bedroom for me to believe that he's making that much. Listen, at, at I think he showed the receipt in the documentary. I think he showed the receipt. Showed but it's getting well, what did you spend it on this thing? Because honestly. Because you making a million a year. Maybe he don't give a shit about furniture, but. <sighs> well, it's getting to the point that you need to put something up there. I want to see that big titty bitch on there, too, on that um, documentary. Oh, yeah, I saw um, Black China. I want to see her, too, honey, because I know she'd be turning it. Is she smashing cans? What's she getting? I know she'd be turning it. Her titties are huge. And they were greased up. Yeah, she looked Ooh, like she yeah. was Maury show, just like. Uh, uh, smash you know what? Smash to me, to me, OnlyFans, you know, the sex work and everything, that's fine. To me, I'm so glad that they, the OnlyFans to me is classier than it's ever been. I mean, they try to prohibit the screen recording so that somebody can't just put your shit out there, number one. Number two, you can do it from your house, mm-hmm. okay? They just send you the money. If you choose to fuck somebody on camera, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't have to do that. You it's can do whatever niche. you want to yeah. do. Yeah, you, you know, I think it's, I, I mean, I'm not going to say fabulous, but I think it's like... You want to uh, say fabulous, it's though. Very, <laughs> I want to say fabulous. I do. Because well, you have your option of what you want to do. I, I, I want to play like, my butt today. Yeah, I, and listen, and do it. All, all of them don't make the same amount of money but some of them have right. really made a living off of this. And yeah, I can yeah. only but respect it because I'm this, I have a degree in marketing. And so what I see is some of these people are literally masters of brand strategy, mm-hmm. marketing tactics. Like, and I don't downplay any of that shit because I'm like looking like they didn't go to school for this shit, but they know what it is. They know how to market, how to say, I'm going to post this day and wait for another mm-hmm. What They know how, like, I can't show people this on social media because I got to maintain. Like, it's a strategy. It is. It's a business. 
It is a business to keep people subscribing to your shit for months. Sex work is work in every aspect. All those things that you named, especially in this arena, is it applies. Branding, sex work wasn't a strategy, marketing, enter and be good at it, and they're not. Yes, there are some attractive people who are bad at it. <laughs> right, and videos be tired. Videos be tired, or they're not good at the sex, or they don't promote enough. It's it's so many factors that, or you don't follow up enough. Like it's so many factors into why you can't be a good sex worker. And so I appreciate it. But so my next question is, for the people with OnlyFans, I saw another topic come up. Excuse me. Of could you date somebody with an OnlyFans page? With limitations. With what? With limitations. With limitations. And what would, do you know what those limitations would be? Yeah, because you're encroaching on their work. Doesn't matter. We're in a relationship. If they had that job before I meet them, that's one thing. If they don't, then I have a say. I agree. It's a, and it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. But okay. I wouldn't I but I wouldn't tell them not to do it. As a matter of fact. <laughs> As a matter of fact, but you know, um, I think I think times are changing, and I think that you know you can be a certain way on OnlyFans, and I've seen people do it. That to me, if someone's in a relationship with them, they shouldn't think nothing of it because they carry themselves the right way, I'm, or I'm, they cover their face, or they're you know. I'm in agreement with you. I think it's it is interesting to me that some folks date they literally are allured and brought in drawn in by the fact that some people are stripping or porn stars or escorts these highly desired people with bodies and all this this and that the big dicks the fat asses or if it's a woman the big titties and the fat asses. You're allured by all of that when you don't have them. Then you actually get them and realize that they got all this going on. And you try to steer them out of that field. Yeah, then police how they're... Police them on how they got to live their life and make their coin. Mm-mm. How do you think that works? Right. You don't get to literally meet somebody that's doing all of that and think that they're going to change their life for you. Who the fuck do you think you are? (laughs) I felt bad. Okay. (laughs) Who the fuck do you think who the fuck do you think you are? Um, so on that's on one point. But let's say that you're dating somebody and they want to start the OnlyFans page. I'm going to speak for myself because I've tried it and I have the right to speak. Um,
if <laughs> I met you and your field was sex work, and then you wanted to add an extension to your sex work to be on OnlyFans page, mm-hmm. I think I would have to support. I think I will be open to supporting it with limitations of what you do on that OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Again, if you started your OnlyFans while you're with me. Right. If you started your OnlyFans before you met me and you was making thousands of dollars and I knew from your OnlyFans and you was fucking this, this, <clears throat> and that bitch, I know that before getting with you. But again, if I dating someone and they wanted to create one and they wanted to, you know, figure out what they want to do on their page. Yes, I would have to say, no, I don't think I want you doing certain things. You can be naked, but you can't be fucking other people. And I would never appear on your page. Mm-hmm. That would be my restriction on That's that. fair. I think that's fair. But also what I would have to say, if I had a choice, I would prefer that I, I wouldn't <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up because um, I mean I masturbate to porn stars and OnlyFans pages, but when it comes to dating someone, I'm not saying that I would not, but I would have a preference for not dating them mm-hmm. because I see what comes with this territory. It has nothing to do with being ashamed, or it has more to do with what comes with the territory. A lot. It's, it's this constant feeling that I mean when you're open to doing an OnlyFans and you're open to sex work you don't know what your partner will do behind your back honestly no offense they will do anything for a coin in my opinion well or at least they're open to the idea of doing anything they've already gotten to a place where they would show their complete bare bodies or fuck for a coin on camera for others to see. So it is kind of like, where do you draw the line with your... Mm-hmm. It's you draw, where do you really draw the line? What you will and won't do. It's off-putting. That part is, um, for me, nerve-wracking. And another part for me is... Yep. I consider myself to be, although vocal, still private. People know what they know, what I want them to know about me. But in terms of like what I do, how I do it, that's completely private. And the only fans thing for me is too public for me. I don't want people knowing what my man does. Right. So it's simple not about- as that. It's not about the occupation. It's about the fact that it's so publicized. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that's what I would say. Now, again, I've dated people with fuck with people with OnlyFans or Connect Pals or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where I would draw the line. And if I, and if I had a preference, if I had a choice if I would deal with it, I think I'm more likely to not deal with it than dealing. 
Right. And you? Me too. <laughs> Lindsay, do you have a son? I'm not. Uh, I mean, no, you, I know. You're in a relationship, but, but I mean, I think about No, I wouldn't will. want them having the OnlyFans. No. No. You see a particular reason? I don't want anyone seeing unless you fucked it, you don't need to see the dick I'm fucking. I think that's could very traditional and valid reason. <laughs> Selfish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean well, I mean, here's the thing. Think about it. When people know what your man dicks look like, they want it. All they you have to do is talk about it to these girls. If you talk about it too much to these girls, somebody, one of them is like, mm, you know what I mean? Like, eh. <laughs> and I don't have time. And, and this is not insecure, but let's talk about it is. Is it insecurity? I'll just say it. When people are constantly throwing themselves at your partner, how uncomfortable is that for you, right? Mm-mm. I have no And not just in a he's sexy way. Like, no, I want to fuck you because I, I want to fuck him. Time. Like, yeah. And I, like, I know what it do. Like, uh-uh. I no. see how he fuck. I want to fuck him. I would give him this These are all the things that you just talked about that come with someone who's popular on I mean, OnlyFans. territory. It's a that is definitely thing. the territory. That's it. And it's it's overwhelming. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's something easy to deal with. It's hard. People constantly know what your man's dick looks like, how he fucks. You know, like it's like okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. Or. Or even that, like, not that you care, but don't you get tired of hearing, oh, yeah, I heard your man do this. this, 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 this. Bitch, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That's more so for the people critiquing, but also just, like, I'm so tired of hearing about what my man does. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And old. people, I'm sure, do it extra. And then you also, know, I'll be honest about this too. They find out someone like someone doing with an OnlyFans is in a relationship. They want to test you. They want to test, um, you know, the waters, they the do. strength of the actual relationship. You know. And what I was going to add to that is that. Um, <sighs> I think this is important to me as well. Do you have ambition outside of the OnlyFans? Like, do you want to be doing this at 40? Right. To me, this has a very short, like, a very short shelf life. Like, I think I can respect somebody saying, I want to do this right now to get to other things that I want to do. But if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest about me, like even myself, I'm gonna speak for myself. I'm working in the field that I 
would not have thought I would be working in, right? But I'm doing it to support my other ambitions. What are you doing a sex work for? Is it, and again, some people might be okay with this. Like, are, if, if they are okay with long-term sex work, that's them. But for myself, I think I would want my partner to be just a little bit more ambitious. So like, what, if, if, if your, is your main thing in life, I just want to have money? Mm-hmm. Because money is not enough for me. I've been with broke motherfuckers. But I can be with a broke motherfucker that had ambition. I don't know if I can be with a person that got money. And I want to no know energy. what, how will this Flashman Wade? Flashman Wade, I think, is, let's look it up. Maybe like 32, 33. Like yeah, because I'm trying to think of what sex work, what this would look like after 35. Who the fuck? This can't be right. It's going to look the same, right? Y'all gonna gag. How old is he? 27. Okay. <laughs> what does this look like after 30? Beyond like 30? You is lying to me. He looks older. And guess what his sign is? Capricorn. Oh, Capricorn. So you annoying. Know, you know they love money. They love money and stability. They love money and stability. More than anything on the planet. Flashman Wade needs some dick. Once he do that, then I'll get his OnlyFans. Fuck that. I'm <laughs> really gagging that he is 27 years old. Damn. No. He younger than you, ho. I can't take it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't look younger than you. <laughs> He was born. Well, no, he's only a few a few months younger than me. He's three months younger than me. He's born January seventeenth, nineteen ninety two. He does not look younger than you. He does not look younger. Than he looks older than you. <laughs> he look older than me, if I am to say. But he make several times more money. Than me. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I might look younger, but he makes more money than me. I don't... Wow. I would have never guessed that. I think I was in agreement with Parker. <laughs> a little Kamar, I thought that he made, was at least 32. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it is what it is. Your booty look good. <laughs> he does kind of have a young face, though. He does kind of have a young face. But you it's youthful, but he don't look younger than Emery. So is it that he looks older or that I look younger? No, I think that he has I think that he has body and he you know, he all that stuff body, makes him look older. He has makes him look older. Ass. That he face looks young though. Cause I be seeing it up close. That mug looks young. But he do look like he 29. Somebody lied. Yeah, I was just to say, at least... He, he Somebody looked, lied. I wouldn't say 30 looking at his face, but at least 20... 
At least 28. 30. At least 28, 29. But that booty look amazing. <laughs> in this video right here I will fold his fucking knees to his nose bitch <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <That's laughs> going back to season one episode one bitch that booty deserves to be eaten <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. It's, I bet this ass smell like potpourri. Anyway, how do you guys feel about the fans of Only Swallowers? Tell us what your thoughts are. You can submit your thoughts on HTS underscore podcasts on Instagram and Twitter in our comment section or DM us. Let us know what you think. We also have an email at hardtoswallowpodcasts at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. And also... Give us a review. Please. Please. Five-star reviews only. We are five-star bitches. Okay. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know that you love the podcast. Share it with your family and friends. Let us know something. Twitter and Facebook. Let the hoes know. Yes. Let them hoes know. And until next time, until we do another podcast, but as for now, all you get is sucking sounds. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Katie. Hi, Luna. <laughs>